Welcome to this week's Zen Teachings Podcast. This week's episode is entitled Magnets. I want to talk about how the universe works. It's, it's quite a big topic, and I hope I'm not biting off more than I can chew. I only have a little information on it, so please bear with me. But years ago, one of Sifu's teachers brought a huge magnet to a class, and it was so big. I mean, it was, it was one of those magnets that had a sticker on it that said, warning, do not put electrical devices near this magnet. Be very, very careful. It was, it was massive. So the teacher sets it down on a table, and several feet away, he had another table. And on this table, he had a bunch of nails, just all these nails. And he said, watch. And you wheeled the other table a little closer, a couple feet closer to the magnet, and every nail on the table just went, just pointed right to the magnet. The magnet started to suck it in. They were all, they were attracted. And he said, watch again. And he wheeled it even closer, and every nail just took off, bam, right to the magnet. Now, that's, that's really how the whole thing works, except in your life, there's two magnets. There's a, magnets, a magnet that's drawing you to really good, wonderful, great things, whether we're calling it enlightenment, samadhi, satori, God, um, enlightenment, it, it doesn't matter the language. That magnet is there and it's pulling you to it. But with duality and the human condition, whether we call it karma, uh, sin, whatever, there's exactly as powerful of a magnet on the other side, and that's pulling you away. So you're stuck right there in the middle, right here. And the magnets are exactly the same distance apart, and you're right in the middle, too far one way or the other, and you saw really be being affected by the pull. You're safe right where you are, but you go a couple feet this way to the right, you get pulled into that magnet. You go a couple feet to the left, and you get pulled into that one. And here you are, again, right in the middle. So we take this and as, as you move through your life, you know, something happens. A guy cuts you off, let's say, while you're driving to work and you look back and give him the highway salute, you cuss him out, you have a little attitude and, and you get drawn. You get drawn towards that negative magnet a little. You took a couple steps. You know that wasn't the best, purest, most wonderful way to be, right? So, but you're in the middle, you fight your way back and maybe your friend has a really bad crisis and you are just the best friend you could be. You, you got to coffee with this person, you're a great listener, you're being empathetic and you get pushed a little back to the other side. So it's a constant, constant back and forth. So how does our practice come into play? Well, when you come to the dojo and you practice and you train very hard, I mean, really hard as you're having these experiences, let's, let's talk about the feelings that are associated. Let's talk about the feelings you're having as you're going through the experience. For example, have you ever had such a hard class? I mean, it wasn't on a scale of one to 10, the 10 that keeps you struggling, cramping, you're sore, dehydrated for days. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about on a scale of one to 10, it's an eight. I mean, it really taxes you, it's really hard, but, but you feel good. And as you're walking out to your car, all those feelings of, of power and 
confidence and your adrenaline. You know, your adrenaline is going, but your mind was under control. You had control and discipline over your body and over your mind. It was really, really hard, really tough, but you did it. And you're driving home and I, you know, I've often wondered and I believe that some of the greatest feelings you're going to have are on the drive home. You're feeling great, 10 feet tall, bulletproof. And then, and when that happens, because your confidence, your concentration, your focus, and you just, you feel so good, you move a little bit to the good side. Have you ever been here for a meditation class or maybe meditating on your own, or maybe you're at our retreat and you're sitting on the beach and you stand up after a really great meditation and you feel so, so peaceful, just so calm, so relaxed. You didn't really know if you touched any enlightenment or had any visions or touched anything at all, but it felt great just to be free. It's almost like you're waking up from an absolutely great, relaxing, deep sleep, but without any of the grogginess. You're just, you're alert, you're calm, you're peaceful, you feel powerful. You have that feeling and moving a little bit over here now to the good magnet. You're feeling that draw. Have you ever worked on a new skill? You know, maybe if it's not martial arts, you're playing an instrument and the first time you pick it up and you have a little bit of, bit of success, it's so exciting, it's amazing. I mean, you're learning that you can do things you never could do before. And I'm not talking about from an arrogant ego feeling. It's not, I'm so great. It's, I actually can achieve this. It's, if I set my mind to it and I practice I broke through a limitation. I'm not as talentless and as bad as I thought. It's not like I once was. I'm at least better today than I was yesterday. You're moving a little bit, right? A little bit. Now, on the other side, have you ever had a time when you're doing a drilling class or maybe something out there that you should know how to do and you, you just, you sucked at it. I mean, you screwed up the count, you anticipated the count. You threw the wrong tech, technique. I mean, my God, how many times do you have to say throw a roundhouse kick? I'm over here throwing a hook kick. You've got your wrong foot forward. You're getting so frazzled. And every time anyone looks at you, it seems like you screw up. And all this stuff just gets worse and worse. And you're just on this downward spiral. And you're trying to breathe and get back into it. But it isn't happening. And, and maybe I think I hurt my partner a little bit. And then even when we lined up at the end, I even screwed that up. And you walk out feeling incredibly frustrated, very confused. You're almost ready to quit. I mean, we've all been there. So you get moving in that direction. Your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your behavior all dictate whether or not you move to the right, which is the good, or the left, which is the bad. And you're right there on the tightrope and every single thing counts. You're right there in the middle and there is no neutral. Wow. And how many times do you find yourself moving towards the good magnet versus the other? I remember years ago, many, many years ago, probably a year or so after I heard the magnet story, Sifu came up and he asked me, how am I doing? How's your practice? And he said, you've been meditating? Yes, sir regular every day is it helping and in in my head i thought i'd be smart you know and give the zen answer i i said good news bad news i don't know sir i i, I said sir so he goes let's test it uh oh <laughs> should have just said i'm not sure but 
Let's test it. How are you doing? So I'm going to give you just a simple assignment for one year, 15 minutes a day, one year, simple assignment, right? 15 minutes, just 15 minutes. I want you to think about really good, wholesome, wonderful, godly, spiritual, great things. 15 minutes a day, every day, total mindfulness, total absorption on great, good, wonderful. You fill in the blank. I don't care. And I thought, you know, 15 minutes a day. Okay. But it's not, it's not counting when I sit to meditate. So you can sit, you can stand, you can walk around, do anything you want, but it's not when you meditate, you've got to actually focus 15 minutes a day on this good, positive thing. Yes, sir. So the first day comes and I start thinking about all these wonderful things. I'm having these great positive thoughts, these positive things. It probably wasn't three, four minutes before I started thinking, man, I'm supposed to be at the dojo in half an hour. I'm, I'm off. 15 minutes straight I have to go. And you can't piecemeal it. And you can't go, by the end of the day, I did 15 minutes. No, you do 15 minutes straight. That's it. So try again. You failed. Later that day, in between classes, I start again. And I start thinking and I start my feeling and it's all positive and wonderful. And next thing you know, I hear a loud shout, a ki. And in my head, I thought, I bet Donahue got him with that reverse punch. Ugh. His ki caused me to stop thinking about what I wanted. And instead, I'm thinking about whether or not he hit the guy with the reverse punch. I said, I know that sound. He hit him with it because I've been hit with it myself. My mind started wandering. You can't let your mind wander. You have to stay focused. 15 minutes. Absolutely focused. You know how hard that is? It took me a whole lot longer than a year to pull that off. You have to be able to discipline your mind. And what was happening was was here. And then all of a sudden you get pulled one way or another. You have, you have to stay focused. You have to stay on what you're believing and thinking and feeling and being in that moment right then. Any wandering of your mind, you got to start over. And that, that's hard. But this idea of, of the magnet and how this all ties in is really true. It's the idea of being very evolved, very holy, very spiritual, very real, very honest, being the absolute best to you that you want to be. And everybody... I don't care who you are. Everybody wants to be something big, great, and wonderful. And again, I'm not talking about from an ego or an arrogance, but I want to be the kind of person who does this. I want to be that kind of person. And we can write it down, and I bet people can't can't live up to it. And what we write down almost invariably is exactly the same, or there's very, very few differences. But how come we can't actually do it? Because we keep getting pulled toward the other side to the, the dark side, if you will. So you're sitting there and you're thinking, I should meditate. Well, let me just watch a little TV. It's been a long day. It's really hard. I'm, um, I'm tired. I'm only gonna watch one show, you know, just one. And it's DVR'd, so I won't even watch the commercials. It'd be like 20 minutes. Then it's over and you're tired and you say, I'll meditate in the morning. I'll get up early. Or some of you go, I said I was going to do it. That's it. I said, I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit. So you sit and the whole time you think to yourself, I wonder if that's enough. I mean, I'm doing it. I said, I'd sit every day. I'm sitting. 
All right. I should clear my mind. All right. That's good. I mean, <laughs> I get it. I understand. Uh, that's what you do. And I know you do it. You know how I know? I've been doing this for most of my life. A long, long time. And I did it too. You're out to dinner and they say, would you like dessert? You say, eh, are you going to have any? I mean, look, if, if that person says yes, you go, me too. I'll just have a little of yours. I'll just, I'll just take a look at the menu. We can split it. I mean, we just do this. This is, this is the kind of stuff that we do all the time. And we think that it doesn't matter, but it does matter. Absolutely every single thing matters. Everything. I remember years ago, probably longer than I'm even thinking, there used to be a question that they liked to ask. What, what would Jesus do? You remember that? They made the bracelets. They had all that, t-shirts. And so I had a conversation with Sifu, and we came to the conclusion that, you know, it's good. But you pick absolutely any person you admire, any saint. It could be uh, Jesus, Gandhi, whomever. And, and ask, would they do this? So, would you like dessert? You know, Jesus wouldn't, but Krishna might. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're rationalizing. You just just ask yourself, be honest. This is the deity, the person, the family that I want to be like. I want to be like that. What would they do? So I'm sitting and I want to watch this on TV. Would they sit? They'd sit. But you do it enough time and it becomes easy. It becomes a habit. We just do the same things over and over. And when they work, even at all for us, when they start working even a little bit, we like them. We get attached and they become easier and easier to do. Have you ever noticed that you do the same habits even though you, you kind of don't want to? You feel drawn to doing them? If you're an addict, I mean, it's the same thing. They're pulled in a direction. They just move very fast in that direction. But you have to make sure you're monitoring not only your behavior, but also your thoughts, feelings, intentions. I mean, it all matters. Again, all of it, every little thing. So someone asked about how does meditation help you long term? We talk all the time about sitting, meditating, it helps stress management, helps relaxation, helps you to be able to focus. Uh, it helps you to be able to do all these different things, but, but years, years of meditating, like 20, 30, 40, 50 years, what does it do then? If I did not miss and I did it, I'll tell you exactly what it does. It helps you to be able to choose exactly and feel exactly when the pull is happening. I can feel when the pull is happening and I can choose easily. It helps me to stay calm, relaxed, and clear so that I do get to choose. Doesn't mean I always do it this way, but more times than not. See, what you need to make good choices is time. Given enough time, you make good choices. But what buys you time? A calm, disciplined mind. If you calm and discipline your mind, it gives you time to respond well. It may not be a lot of time, but it's a lot more than you have if you just respond automatically, if you just react. You get punched in the mouth, the average person either comes back swinging or lays down crying. If you're smart, well, 
if you're smart, you can get hit in the first place. You didn't get in the fight in the first place. You sidestep the punch. But let's take the analogy of the punch and just say you got hit and you take a breath and then you choose. Do I want to hit him back or not? See, hitting him isn't the bad thing. It's not the wanting to do it or not wanting to do it. It's reacting in a way that's beyond your control. If you do anything that you don't want to do out of reaction, then you screwed up. You've got to be able to make the choice and make that call and be in control of your actions all the time. Relax, deep breaths, enjoy the process. But no, you're being pulled, it's coming. You're safe right here, but as soon as you step, it's pulling hard. Well, the nails are coming, and so are you. You choose which magnet.